From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers in the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. This one's from Deborah Batterman. She's the author of the novel Just Like February, a finalist in the 2019 Next Generation Indie Book Awards, and a story from her collection, Shoes, Hair, Nails, was nominated for a Pushcart Prize. Here's Deborah Batterman reading The Half-Full, Half-Empty Cup. It was 42 degrees the other day, the sun deciding to show itself after a spell of gray and very cold February days. Today the lake is frozen enough for ice skaters. Spring is just around the corner. I got my first COVID vaccine dose last week, which renders a sense of renewal as personal as it is seasonal. My daughter, 3,000 miles away, sends me a text, halfway toward no more COVID phobia. And yet, there's something surreal after all the months spent sheltering in place, worrying and stocking up, trying to work, about sitting in a room full of people at individual stations where nurses inject needles into our arms and we wait the prescribed 15 minutes to be sure of no serious adverse reaction. I scan the room, start to see a new story waiting to take shape. An unmasked weariness shows itself in the eyes of the woman across from me. I intuit a complicit smile in the masked half of her face. Relief? Uncertainty? Seems like ages ago since daily focused writing gave a familiar needed rhythm to my day. Now that I'm just picking up where I left off, it seems like only yesterday. Pandemic time is a world unto itself. In normal times, making sense of the world through essays and fiction gives purpose to my days. Yet the double whammy of a psychopath-in-chief and a pandemic pushed me into a state of anxious despair. It became too easy to be distracted restless. At best, I would write in fits and starts. Nevertheless, I persisted. I would continue blogging, finding myself in a chorus of writers bonded by hashtags, my Corona Diaries, Pandemic 2020, until I couldn't. A period of retreat set in. Toni Morrison's thoughts about being too depressed to write following the election of George W. Bush in 2004, resonated deeply. I can't seem to work, to write, she recalls saying to a friend. It's as though I am paralyzed, unable to write anything more in the novel I've begun. I've never felt this way before, but the election. Her friend's response is a resounding, no, 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 no. This is precisely the time when artists go to work, not when everything is fine, but in times of dread. That's our job. And yet, getting to work requires more than an act of will. It requires a receptive mind 
that sees the half-full cup as also half-empty, and an open heart that knows it's in the emptiness where possibility thrives. Leonard Cohen said it best, There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. I look for the light day after day. I find new things to cook, a tangible alternative for the creative impulse that, in less fraught times, drives my need to write. I go for walks. I listen to music. Rachmaninoff wrote his piano concerto number two following a period of despair. The negative response to his first symphony left him unable to compose for three years. I knew none of this. The first, second, third, tenth time I listened to the piece, always brought to tears by the music. I listened to myself, hear rumblings of the unsettling rhythm pandemic life has brought to my days. A visceral restlessness has me obsessed with divesting things that no longer serve me well, reorganizing closets and drawers, asking myself, why didn't I do this before? No one would choose a pandemic to force their hand at anything. But the ripple effect of restlessness takes me off autopilot and to a deeper solitude that has me seeing everything I do in a new light. With fresh eyes, I return to an unfinished collection, a bit more settled enough to transmute the tangle of real-life love and loss and grief and anger sown from a time like no other into tales that turn tears into tropes. Deborah Bannerman is a native New Yorker who's worked as a writer, editor, and teaching artist. Her award-winning stories and essays have appeared in anthologies and online literary journals. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.